Cannabis and sports have played a role in each other's lives from the get-go. Surrounded in a cloud of misunderstanding and stigma, today's sports and athletes are making waves in the cannabis industry. Sports Cannabis is a new channel brought to you by Treehouse Solution. Treehouse Solution builds bespoke digital content solutions for the cannabis industry. Check out www.treehousesolution.com for more information. Understanding how to take care of your taxes and getting your business affairs in order can be a tedious task. Often understanding what are the next steps, financial planning for the future, and handling your year-ends can be stressful. Instatax has been serving the greater Toronto area for over 25 years from the same location, helping individuals and businesses take care of all their accounting needs. Are you a small or medium business? What about a personal business? Or are you simply looking for yourself? Instatax can take care of all your needs today. Contact them for more information at www.insta-tax.ca or call them at 905-737-5811. Watch this. The pitch on the way, a swing and a belt. Left field, way back. Blue Jays win it. The Blue Jays are World Series champions. There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from Toronto, Canada. We, the North, are now we, the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. What's good, Sports Cannabis community? We hope you're keeping well, staying safe, and training hard from home. Every day is a new day, and this means you have the opportunity to grind and shine and gear up for that moment when life restarts. Remember to hashtag grind and shine in your posts. Keep up with our Instagram, at Sports Cannabis, for the latest of updates and news with sports, and of course, cannabis. This is Jai Marzaria and Mando Dillon for Sports Cannabis. We're both diehard sports fans. And of course, love and consume cannabis for recovery and relief. I'm a bit of a cycling junkie, and with Crohn's disease, cannabis has helped me conquer endurance sports. Athletes, pro athletes, as well as now sporting leagues are looking to cannabis in one way or another. And for years, pro athletes haven't been able to access a plant that could alleviate the pressures of a rigorous training schedule, demanding hours and injuries. The traditional methods consisted of a cocktail of remedies that had both short-term and long-term side effects that have been proven to be detrimental to these athletes and their careers. Today, we have the unique opportunity and absolute pleasure of being able to chat with Dominic Day. If you're a rugby fanatic, you're well-versed with his incredible career. And if you're an athlete or a patient looking for a CBD alternative, he's the co-founder of CBD45, and most recently, he's made waves in North America as an athlete ambassador for Athletes for Care. Thank you for joining us today on Sports Cannabis. How are you doing, Dominic, and where are you joining us from today? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jay. Um, so I am in sunny London at the minute, uh, London, England, and we're kind of the, the lockdown rules have been eased up a little bit, so I've managed to make it into the office for for a couple of hours. 
You know, you're known worldwide as an absolute legend on the field. And off the field, you're making waves within the cannabis industry. I wanted to start the conversation with a focus on your career and more specifically your training regimen. You know, rugby is the most demanding and taxing sport, which leads to a career filled with injuries. And you're constantly dealing with a recovery process to get your body back to 100%. Can you walk us through the process of what your training regimen looked like during your playing days? Yeah, so yeah, like you saw, let's start. I think 15 years through that time, the the, tra- the training days and the training weeks they changed they changed massively, and obviously for the better towards the end. But I guess what it did what did happen or what is happening now and is still happening. I think it's happening in every sport. Players are getting bigger, faster, and stronger, which means that obviously for me being an old timer in the sport, the sort of recovery schedule. And, and how I dealt with that side of things, and that's kind of how we moved on CBD. But we'll get onto that. That was kind of super important. Um, but like a training week for us would be, we would train Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays off. Train Thursday, Friday with a with a game on Saturday, and and you know the the day would sort of look like you know an early morning weight session followed by what they call like a unit session. So for me, I don't know how much you would all know about rugby, but. Mm-hmm. It would be sort of scrummaging and, and lineouts, which is kind of a key, a key part of the game that I was involved in. So that that would be a, a, a contact session, sort of late morning, and then you would have your food, and then you'd be out for, for two hours for a field session, which would usually be like pretty high tempo and involve contact in that as well. So that was three times a week with a lighter day on a Friday. So like recovery, is especially. In, my, in the latter end of my career, was super important and something I wish that I'd, I'd had more time on, I guess, in my early days of my career. But yeah, like, so I guess in terms of recovery, uh, yeah. you know, we were lucky enough to, to have five physios who, who would be, most of them would be spending a lot of time on me, but you know, we would be a lot of time on the physio bed and then I got into my yoga and then also Pilates and, and then nutrition was just such a massive thing for me and something that I, di- I didn't really realize was so important. You know, I guess I went through a few years of just kind of eating what I want because I was like, oh, I can get away with this. You know, I'm training like super hard. I can eat what I want. But actually what was going in was super important. So yeah, how did, so your, kind of how did your nutrition change? Uh, what, what really sparked your interest to kind of decide, I need to focus on nutrition as well as finding, you know, different healing modalities to kind of help you recover? Yeah, so as the game changed uh, and, and it got faster, like at one point I was around like 125 kilos and I was just finding it hard to move around and I just thought to myself, like this this kind of needs to change and like when I finished my career, I was around one between 110 and 115 kilos. So that was mainly due to diet, so... To keep the weight on, I, I, I would have just been eating whatever I wanted. And, and this, I'm not like a, I'm not like a big eater. I'm not someone who would actively go out there and just eat massive amounts of food. But that was something I was doing for many years. Mm-hmm. And then looking at, looking at it, I, I managed to sort of look at my diet, and I'd be like, "Hang on, this is very sort of meat heavy, very carb heavy." And I kind of moved away. Like my wife's vegan. Okay. So. Naturally, I saw I, I went into having maybe a, a couple of meals a week that I'd had no meat at all, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit better here. And it was just like the combination of like natural foods, whole foods, like healthy fats. And don't get me wrong, like I'd have a big meaty steak every now and then, mm-hmm. but like 
just having things in the right quantities. I'm yep. like, I just felt that I was just like, my body was kind of recovering better and I felt better like within myself. Um, yeah. A lot of athletes have kind of alluded to the exact same thing that you're saying is that as they got a little bit older in their career and as years progressed, they changed up their nutrition patterns to kind of allow their body to uh, lengthen their career. It kind of rejuvenated them. And, and it also allowed them to recover a little bit quicker, just like you were saying. Something else that you also took on, you were saying, is yoga and you took on Pilates. How helpful was taking on those type of modalities and inc- incorporating them into your life? And when we talk about yoga, were you typically dealing with hot yoga or were you going through the traditional means? Yeah, so um, I, I was going to hot yoga, not like, not really flow classes, but kind of um, just long stretches, like more hip openers because I'm very, I'm very inflexible, like naturally inflexible. My hips are super tight and I was noticing I was getting kind of knee issues just from lower back issues, just from having like tight hips. Mm-hmm. So I was going and, uh, you know, only once, sometimes twice a week, but like just that sort of cleanse that you get from, first of all, the hot room mm-hmm. and the sort of hour, hour and a half sweat. Plus like, it's super relaxing and just holding those stretches and manage, managing to kind of, I guess it's kind of a mind thing as well. So yeah. like the effect it has on, on your mind as well as your body. So it was kind of a, a nice release for me, not not just from the tightness in my body, but I guess uh, being able to sort of release some tension I had in my mind. Yeah, that makes sense. I find the exact same thing. After a long day of training and working, getting a yoga session really kind of makes you feel at one with yourself, if that makes sense. It kind of brings you back down to home and regrounds you. You know, today we're talking about CBD45, which is something that you've created how were you ultimately introduced to CBD uh, as a healing modality for you? And what convinced you to take that leap of faith and say, okay, I'm going to try this? I was at my third operation on my knee. Um, I was 32, I think. Um, and I was just kind of like, I was just kind of like, oh, here we go again, like another three to six months of recovery and you know doing it all again and I was just kind of going to get my head down but like, like any athlete does I was always looking for something extra like something to help me um, and I was just jumping on Google and I was looking at everything I was like you know I was like should I go to Bali and see a healer like what should I do like like there's, there's so many options out there and, but what's going to work for me and I, I, I stumbled across a, a forum which was talking about CBD being legalized in, in sport and taken off the WADA band list. Um, and, and this was this was in January 2018, and, and literally it was only taken off, I think, a couple of weeks before I had my operation. So I was like, I was like, gee, like, you know, this, this sounds good. There's a lot of good reviews. There's um, a light bulb moment. Yeah, exactly. I've got to be honest, it didn't hit home at that, at that moment, but... Later on that day, I was walking down the street. Well, I wasn't walking. I was actually my crutches going down the street. Um, and I saw in the shop window, I was like, it was CBD. And I was like, oh, I was like come on, I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> so I went in there. Like, I was like, I, I don't smoke. Um, but I bought, like, because it was in uh, it was a, a, a vape form, right? Yeah. So I went in and I bought a vape pen and I bought my CBD oil. And uh, I was just like, right, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. So so I, I bought it. I 
and I was at home. I was like on the sofa, like vaping. My my my, my wife was like, "What are you doing?" It's <laughs> like, like I was like, "Oh, it's amazing this CBD. It has such great reviews." And uh, so I gave it a go, and 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 I didn't say anything to the physios, and they were just kind of like they were like my physio at the time was like oh you know you're you're recovering really well it's all going really well and i didn't say anything didn't want to say anything because the uk is different to america right like ca- cannabis uh ending through cannabis in the uk it's not as it doesn't have the history that it has in america yeah. it's like super super not used and i'm like not spoken about so yeah. i didn't say anything even though it's legal i didn't say anything and then like I just found that my recovery was just so much better, and and it aided it massively. And I was able to sort of get back playing in kind of record time um, for me, anyway, personally. Led led me into into everything really four or five. And- yeah, that's incredible. Now I want to ask you. You know, we're talking about this story where you had that kind of aha moment, and then there was some, you know, almost like a sign where you're walking on crutches. And you see it in the storefronts and you're like, okay, I, I must try this. How hard was it for you to wrap your mind around consuming something like cannabis? Because I know that athletes are incredibly OCD and finicky when it comes to eating, training, or sleeping, or just putting anything into their body. How hard was it for you to be like, I'm going to take this leap of faith with CBD? Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was difficult. I'm, I've got to be honest, I was, like, for a long time, for like, you know, a month or two after, I was super sketchy and like super worried about it the, the worry but like it's obviously around drug testing right because mm-hmm. like i had done my research and i knew that i wasn't going to um i knew i wasn't going to get high but i was like you know how good are these products you know are they good enough for me to to not fail a drug test yeah and uh so I, I kind of this is exactly what led us to make making four or five cbd because we we looked at the market, myself and George, and we were like, you know, there's there's heaps of products out there, but you know, how good are they? Like, no one really knows. And we we kind of wanted to design a product that was fully traceable and and just give give people the 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 peace of mind to use a product, uh, a CBD product, without being like, oh my god, I'm going to fail a drug test. Uh, you know what is this? Like, am, am I doing something wrong? And it is that is literally what led us to making the company because we didn't want people feeling like we did when we take when like like you're breaking the law mm-hmm. when you're not. Like it's absolutely fine and it's it's a, it's a it's a great natural thing. As you alluded to, we fast forward to 2018. UK legalized medical cannabis. <laughs> And this provided an opportunity for athletes and individuals to push the industry forward that they believed in. And let's fast track to you creating CBD45. Talk to us about CBD45. At a high level, what have you created? So, well, long story short, to begin with, we've created a range of products that um, we believe are kind of the safest products for drug tested athletes and have some of the best traceability in the market which I think is super important for anyone because there's a lot of sort of snake oils on the market at the minute. So what we did is we went out, we went to a number of different sort of farms, we met a number of suppliers, and we basically put in place what we think was needed for professional athletes and just anyone who really wants to live an active lifestyle. So our range is expanding all the time. Um, at the minute, we have a range of like, you know, pretty solid range of oils, 
capsules and balms. But then within that, we have products that are tested for banned substances. Because obviously, it's not just THC that athletes need to worry about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's thousands of banned substances that could possibly flag a drug test. So um, we, we've got a range within within our products that is specifically tested for banned substances to give that peace of mind that I was talking about to athletes. And can you talk about some of the experience that exists on your team that allows you to make this vision possible? Sure. So my, my co-founder is a guy called George Cruz. He's, he's, he's an England uh, rugby international. Uh, you know, he's played at the highest level and he still does. Mm-hmm. So as happens when you're in professional sport, you spend a lot of time with the guys in the change rooms and just, just around like where they're having coffees or a couple of beers or whatever. And I got a chance to George um, about um, CBD and my experience with it. And he'd actually just had an operation himself. Wow. Um, so he, um, he gave it a go with his recovery and he found that it kind of just helped him with his sleep like hugely. And like, I think we all know sleep's like so important for recovery. Yeah. Um, so he had a really positive experience. And then off the back of that, that's when we decided to make four or five. And then once the products were actually tested and what we believed were safe enough, and that means kind of having the banned substance test, then that's when we, that's when we felt comfortable enough to sort of let another athlete use it. So, um, you know, we've had over, I used to say 400, but it's definitely more than that. It's probably about six, 700 professional athletes now use our products and that, that, that ranges from um, not just rugby players but soccer um, we've actually had a few UK uh, American football players I don't know how big the sport is in the UK I imagine it's, 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 not, it's not that big but um, cyclists um, swimmers UFC like a whole host of different athletes um, so like we're just we're just so delighted that we're able that people are putting their trust in us and our products because that is massively important to us and that's why we work so hard to make sure that they're as safe as possible and they're the highest standard possible. Yeah, and I think the other reason why people put their trust in your product specifically is because you resonate with the audience. You are an actual athlete, you've endured so many injuries, you've been through the process, and you have a real story and a real product that has worked for you. And I think that creates a ripple effect for a lot of other athletes or just patients that are very curious about what CBD hemp can do for them. So if we talk about last year, 4.5CBD generated an annual revenue of single-digit millions, as in pounds, and is enjoying steady growth. I was wondering, how have you guys been hustling, you know, to keep up with the growing demand? And can you walk us through the funding process and really how it started from bootstrap to where you guys are today? So, um, yeah, listen, we had, a, we had a great first year. Um, we were seeing sort of massive growth month on month, um, but we were... We very much didn't want to, like, listen, when you want to grow as a company, you need capital, right? Especially when you're going into sort of stores and, and wholesale and distribution. So we wanted to grow at a pace that was comfortable for us. And we wanted to make this a, a successful business. We didn't want to sort of, sort of grow too quickly that we couldn't handle it. So the first year was kind of mainly e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we started. We are still lucky enough to have a load of kind of sports influencers and influencers in general that kind of helped us push push our product and and kind of raise awareness, right? Because like 
a lot of people still, uh, we live in this world, right, of, of CBD and like cannabis products, but like I, still, I meet people every day who are like, so what do you do now? You've retired from rugby. And I'm like, oh, I do CBD. And they're like, what the hell is CBD? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in the UK, especially, there's like, like it's, it's still loads and loads of education to be done. So we kind of use influencers to sort of help us with that. Um, and it's still a massive focus we have um, would be the education side. But um, year two was always the focus for us was always going to be kind of going into distribution um, mm-hmm. or wholesale. And uh, we managed to land like the biggest pharmacy uh, chain in the UK being uh, Boots Pharmacies. Um, and they now stock us. They stock us online and in stores. Do you believe that relationship outside. will will allow you to broaden your reach ultimately and have more products on shelves throughout the whole of UK? Is that the ultimate vision with this? That's that's hundred percent the ultimate goal, right? So we ba- we basically want to make our products as accessible as possible. Mm-hmm. So putting them in places like Boots Pharmacies and and whatever other pharmacies that we end up going into, like we want people effectively to be able to walk down a street and be like, hang on, I need I need need to grab my four or five C V D and we'll we will be in a store that is within like a five minute walk so that they can just grab it, right? That, mm-hmm. that's the ultimate goal. Um but I guess like we've had to kind of pivot a little bit, obviously with coronavirus. I mean we we launched in boots maybe a week after coronavirus hit. So it wasn't great timing but we were just so delighted to be associated with such an amazing kind of chain yeah it's 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 incredible and it also gives a little bit more of leverage and recognition to what you guys have created which i think is incredible when we look at the products that you that can be found on your website www.45cbd.co.uk you can find an array of products from topicals to oils to capsules to even you know uh tablets what audience do these products best suit we target not just athletes we target anyone who wants to live their most active lifestyle. So, for example, someone who might work in an office nine to five, but then want to go to the gym after work or or just want to play soccer on a Sunday afternoon. Um, like, these are the people that we're targeting because, like, it's not just it's not just athletes that have, like, issues, right? It's like, it's everyone. So, um, everyone's got something um, that... that could be holding them back and that they might want to use our products for. So, um, you know, these are the people we're targeting. Um, that's kind of our motto, um, four or five CBD for the active. Okay. And Cannabis 2.0 has really been a hot topic within, you know, North America. Companies have found it quite hard to get their products to shelves for consumption. Now, CBD 4.5 created something incredibly interesting, and it's called the CBD 4.5 Drinks, which is a tablet that allows you to stay hydrated during a workout or give you an extra boost when paired with breakfast. Why was this created, and what can consumers really expect from this unique offering? Yeah, I I think what we wanted to show with with that product was that we think of CBD as a supplement, right? It's a supplement and we think it should be used as part of your normal supplemental routine. Mm-hmm. So putting it as part of a multivitamin um, tablet was kind of a no-brainer for us. And, and it's something. It's also something that people are a lot more familiar with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have Barocca in, in, um, in the States, but that's kind of what we want to mirror, but with, with CBD. It's basically a fizzy tablet that you put in water every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it contains your yeah, doses of, of vitamins and minerals. Um, 
Now, we only have five milligrams per tablet, right? But mm-hmm. we think of it kind of as an addition to your normal CBD routine. And aside from that, you know, th- this kind of product is something that people are familiar with. So capsules and tinctures, like a lot of people in the UK, they're not used to like taking these kind of things and it's kind of foreign to them. So it's kind of a barrier to getting them into the market. So we, we, kind of, we want to combine CBD with, and making it as effective as possible. We want to combine it with more traditional methods that people are used to using the products. So um, we're just all about kind of making people comfortable using our products. Yeah, it seems like an, a product that, you know, can be easily integrated into virtually anyone's life. You know, by talking to you in this short amount of time, Dominic, you can tell how passionate you are about the plant alongside the push for education and, you know, really showing others the incredible benefits of CBD and the healing solutions it provides. Why was it so important for you to take on this cause to become an advocate and show other athletes that CBD can be a path that isn't harmful? you know, as the stereotypes like to show and that it can really be something that can be used for recovery? Listen, like, I, I guess towards the end of my career, um, I had to take a long, hard look at myself and and it took me, like, I realized I've got a long life ahead of me after sport, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's, been, it's given me everything, like rugby has given me everything I'd played it like since I was like six years old and I retired when I was 34. I wanted to be able to kind of, like obviously for me it's allowed me to provide for my family, which is amazing, but aside from that, it helps me live like a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. which which like I, I, I've hopefully got a lot of years ahead of me that I want to spend with my family and I want to spend like feeling great. And like for me, the key thing is, to feed my body with with natural supplements that will help me to live a healthy lifestyle. Okay. Not only have you taken on the challenge to educate and destigmatize CBD, as well as offer a handful of array of products and create a company, you've also taken on another challenge to advocate and promote awareness, and that is you recently became an athlete ambassador for Athletes for Care. What does it mean to be an Athletes for Care ambassador, and what made you want to join the platform? First of all, I think what they do is amazing, amazing group of athletes and group of people that are doing sort of amazing things for various causes. And for me personally, um, being so new out of sport, I just, I just think it's so important that athletes have that vision to look forward. First of all, if they're still playing, to be able to look forward and think, right, this isn't going to last forever. I, I need to look after myself for post-sport or I need to prepare myself for post-sport but it's not just them it's kind of the guys who have been thrown out the back end of their sporting careers and they're like kind of don't know what to do with themselves or are like suffering it's, it's such a common story and a sad story these days that that people like just get lost and they end up having I don't know, like mental health issues or physical issues and I just want to raise the awareness for these kind of people because I fully think that I was so lucky to be able to come out of sport and have something to, to go into, uh, like straight away being 4-5 CBD, that not everyone is that lucky. And I want to be able to, to help everyone sort of transfer into like a normal life, I guess. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And that's exactly what Athletes for Care does. It's a community for athletes to help them, you know, get to that next part of life, whether it's post-career or during their career. And the fact that you've joined is a testament to everything that you've taken on in your furthering of the education of the cannabis plant and taking it across the pond. You know, as you alluded to earlier in this conversation, you really got started with CBD hemp oils, right? And tinctures. So I want to ask you today, there are so many options available. You guys have an array of options available on CBD 4.5. What is your favorite mode of consumption? Yeah, so I guess so my, my routine would be, um, <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm punting my, my products now, and I really don't want it to sound like that, but I'll just be honest about, about what I do. So I wake up in the morning and I'll have a thousand milligram tincture. So we have spray heads and hours, so... I usually aim to get 15 to 20 milligrams in uh, first thing in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I'll have a multivitamin, like, effervescent tablet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just have that in water. Obviously, that's got a whole host of benefits. And then before bed, I'll, again, I'll have a tincture. I feel like it helps you get a nice deep sleep through the night, which is key when you've got a 18-month-old running around and forcing to watch various Disney movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... As, as and when I'll use topicals, but not not really as much as that. I think it would be main way I use CBD. And with the progression of technology, we've really seen this plant evolve so much. Where do you see the industry within the next three to five years in the UK? Yeah, I had a good chat about some of this yesterday, actually. So first of all, key thing is going to be education, right? Because this industry is nothing without the customers, and I think that I don't think the customers here uh, know anywhere near enough about this product. Because, like you said, the science behind it is moving so quickly that um, it does worry me a little bit that the customers here can't keep up with it, and they might just like be like, "Oh, I don't know, this is all too much; it's changing too quickly." But I think that we need to uh, be consistent with the message that we're giving giving people. Um, but I think from the scientific side. Um, I think bioavailability is going to be sort of the next next big thing, and how how the products are actually used that will be sort of the next big push over the next few years. That's yeah, uh, that's phenomenal. Now, Dominic, we really appreciate you coming on Sports Cannabis today. Before we let you go, we like to ask every one of our guests one final question, and that is: Is there a book or a piece of technology or a past experience that has helped shape who you are today? You know, I guess I, I used to read a lot of, I used to read a lot of, um, I went through a phase of, like I was mastering into my yoga and like Buddhist kind of readings. Like I went through a phase of, of just reading all these kind of Buddhist books. And, and one thing that really hit home with me was one phrase and it was fear kills dreams. And once, once I just started saying kind of, or, or not being scared to, uh, like make decisions and just saying yes to things it's really for me when my life started to go in the right direction for me the, to be specific about it I ended up changing clubs and I was super worried about it I, can't, I was in my comfort zone and I didn't want to move but I ended up then like just not being fearful of it I, I travelled all over the world and you know and the same would be for starting a company and you know, I just did it and I didn't let the fear get a grip on me so probably Dreams. Uh, I can't remember the book I read it in, but it always stuck.
Thank you, Dominic Day, for joining us today on Sports Cannabis. Thank you for joining us on Sports Cannabis, brought to you by Treehouse Solution. Follow our Instagram at Sports Cannabis for the latest updates and check us out on www.treehousesolution.com. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us everywhere. Stay safe and be well, Sports Cannabis family. And remember to hashtag Sports Cannabis Athlete in all your at-home workouts. Yeah. Yeah.